A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to Redmen News. I am Ross Chanley, joined today by Sam Walker. Uh, lots of stories to get through. Some stories which we're not going to talk about because, quite simply, I've had enough um, and it's done. Who's Let's move Ross? on. Well, I'm not talking, that, not talking about it, and if you talk about it, I'll just kick you out the chat, and I'll talk by myself. I'm happy to do that. Um, before we enter, though, we are backed once again by the lovely people at Beer52. We have an exclusive offer for you as a Redmen News uh, listener or viewer. It's 5.95 postage for eight beers um, with a magazine and a snack. So thanks to Beer52 special offer. Using the link www.beer52.com forward slash Redmen, uh, you can get a free case of eight beers. I mean, name me a better combination than football and beer, Sam. Football's coming back. Get some beer, deliver to your door. You Not only can you exp- expand your mind, you can expand your taste buds as well. Just How about sip, that? Sipping your beer while watching Arsenal and Liverpool win next weekend. Oh, try, some, try something new in your life. You don't have to go outdoors. You don't have to go on socialise. You don't have to go and see people. They bring it to your door for you. Quick flick of the magazine before the footy kicks off. Bang, then you're into it. If you like it. Try some new stuff. So, um, yeah, I I got some coming towards me as well, which we'll have to be careful because I've not had a beer for about six weeks. So, <laughs> drink responsibly. Anyway, news. Um, I'll get time to put the link in the description and in the chat if you're watching it live as well. If you're watching it on Facebook or Twitter, just go over to YouTube and we'll, we'll bang it in there as well. Um, first story, Sam. Um, <laughs> transfer news. Uh, or, or not, we, I'll let you decide. Uh, Rome would line up a £4 million swoop for Liverpool centre-back Dejan Lovren if Italian giants fail to make Chris Smalling's low move permanent from Manchester United. Rome have identified Dejan Lovren as Chris Smalling's replacement. The Serie A club are attempting to keep hold of Chris Smalling um, for another season, but if they're unsuccessful, they'll get Lovren right. I've just basically just said all that. Um, Smalling spent the season on loan and like La Gazzetta Dello Sports suggest he may be replaced by Lovren. A uh, couple of things on this, Sam. First mm. of all, the, the fee. Yeah. Or million. Like, I know a lot of people don't like Dejan Lovren. They're, they're, you know, they're quite happy to see the back of him. You know, for, for what it's worth, I think he's, he's a good squad player. But like that price just seems like way off the mark for me. Yeah, it's it, he's what is he thirty thirty one. So you're probably talking he's got a couple of years of Champions League level, hasn't he? You know, with a team like Roma. Four million seems not a lot, but then he's in the last year of his contract, and if obviously given the sort of situation we're in in terms of the coronavirus and the pandemic and transfers and money, maybe if Klopp does want to, or if the, if the club do want to move him on, they might just have to kind of bite the bullet with it in a sense because um, you know one year left in his contract, which means that he's, he's on decent wages. You have to get paid all next year, then he would go on a free. Um, he may, we may already have ideas to bring through some of the younger players, especially maybe Nat Phillips coming back, who's obviously been playing in Bundesliga two. So I think there is some balance to it. I think four million is harsh because the Champions League win, hopefully Premier League, <coughs> et cetera, et cetera. Balance as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. And that's massive. You know, I know we all laugh about what he said, but it's true, isn't it? Uh, Champions League runner-ups, we've gone through all them experiences. 
I don't remember if he played in uh, the Europa League, but he was in the squad. You know, he's, he's gone through a lot with Liverpool. He's got a lot of experience to bring. Um, and I think, you know, if Roma can keep away from him, they keep him away from the media the week before every game. I think they'll they'll get a good player. Pro- problem is with Smallland is I think United are in a bit of a mess as well, aren't they? They want to buy players like Grealish, talk of even Sancho. They've obviously just spent a lot of money on keeping Ike Garlo. Um, so they're in a tricky position, whereas they probably would have liked to have spent a load of money on another centre-back. But with Smallland being English, bringing him back probably makes more sense than sh- you know shipping him out there for a low fee as well. Just in terms of balance, Sam, <clears throat> excuse me, you mentioned it there of like, you know, getting rid of him before his contract runs out. You know, we've learned over the past couple of days through people that we won't mention, but obviously for those that haven't seen the David Maddox stuff on the website, go go and watch it. There's a ten minute segment on the main Redben channel about Liverpool's transfers basically. And you know, if they're not willing to kind of do any business this summer <clears throat> And again, as much as people don't like Dejan Lovren, you mentioned all his experience and his value to what, what he means to Liverpool. If they're not going to bring anybody in, is he not worth keeping around for the sake of having you know an extra experienced body within the side going going into next season? It, it depends, doesn't it? Because it depends what the player wants. So if he's at a point now where he's, like I said, I can't remember. Hopefully Tom's on the Wikipedia finding out for us. <laughs> if he's 30 or 31, I can't remember. But if he's, let's say he's 31 or he's about to be 31, and he's thinking, the next contract I sign has got to be quite a decent one. Otherwise, if he waits a year and he's 32, it might not be as as, as as good an offer. So for him getting an opportunity, oh, he's 30, sorry. Um, but yeah, he, he, I, I, the point still stands really, doesn't it? Um, for his point of view, if he wants to go and play regular football and Roma are offering him that yeah. opportunity. You know, Klopp's proven in the past with plenty of players like Lucas and, and others similar, that he will let players go if they want to play first-team football and it's for good, the good of their career. Uh, and I do think Lovren coming in out the cold every now and then, if it's for the odd game, isn't always you know the best situation. I think Nat Phillips actually acquitted himself better in that one game he came in for than Lovren has in the odd one game he, he plays. He needs time in the side and I just don't know whether he's going to get that at his age. It's, yeah, it's, he didn't have a good game against Watford, and I think that's a no. little, that's like can't, you talking about recency bias last week. But again, yeah, nobody had a great game in, in that sense. Uh, it kind of leads us nicely into the next story, which it kind of came out over the weekend. And um, apparently, Neil Jones wrote it somewhere for the life of me, could not find it this morning. But he said Liverpool are prepared to sell Divock Origi, Jordan Shakiri, Dejan Lovren, Marco Gurich, Harry Wilson, and Loris Carius. Um, and, and something which I questioned on Twitter myself, which is like that's all well and good. But again, just trying to learn from Liverpool's experience and what we've learned over the weekend about, you know, the, the the loss of income and revenue that these clubs are receiving. If Liverpool can't spend fifty million pound, you know, on a player to kind of steady their ship, like, you know, you might see a low move for Loris Carriers, but who else is going to be able to afford to buy these players? Because you know, we're talking about Dejan Lovren there. Like, can four million pound fine, but Liverpool don't want to sell him for four million pound, and the price is, is higher than that. What club around the world, because everyone's in the same boat, is going to afford to buy these players? Yeah, that's it, isn't it? And um, I suppose Red Bull will be one of the only clubs who will have a bit of money, but you know, by all accounts, they're all struggling. I guess it's all relative, isn't it? So if 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 we're sort of spouting around to maybe look at a few players, having a look what we can get, and we're finding that there is an opportunity to get some value because obviously we're selling that value, so they're going to sell that value and so on, then maybe some of these fees and some of these players are, you know, perceivable that they could actually leave. I mean, if you break that list down to Grujic, um, or Grujic, however you want to say it, Wilson, Karius, and there's another one in there, isn't there, who's not... Wilson. The club. So you've got Wilson, Grujic, and Karius. I thought there was another one in there. Oh, yeah, I think Shikiri, who basically hasn't played. So you could almost take those four out, and so they're not part of the squad anyway. And then, and then say, if you sold them, 
and uh, you know they, they, it's kind of bonus money or it's an opportunity to just you know balance the books. Nat Phillips isn't in that list, which if it's true that that's leaked out to the media, then obviously that means that maybe he's got a future next season. Um, I imagine one of him or Lovren will go. And then it's just Origi, isn't it? If we're going to sell Origi, we've got to bring in two forwards because yeah. Shaqiri looks like he's going, doesn't he? But but is he though? That's what I'm saying. Liverpool have realised they can't afford to go and buy someone because that was that was the arguments about I saw over the weekend was sell Wilson, sell Shaqiri, mm. and like people obviously suggesting their own prices for these players and get get Vermeer because you know it's that simple. But like I've come to realisation, it's not that simple just to kind of get rid of these players. And if Liverpool can't bring any bodies in, like part of the argument for having that fellow that we were supposed to buy in that's now going to somewhere else <laughs> was to get to get bodies into the team. So we're not we can't buy players or sell players to the right price. Don't sell ourselves short. Maybe you know a Harry Wilson becomes who wasn't in the plans for Liverpool now becomes part of that that thing. Shakiri. Maybe we have to do a second take on that and go. Actually, well, we're going to actually need you now for a season and just kind of kind of see this out until the transfer window goes back to whatever normal is. Yeah, and I suppose that all comes also down to what Klopp's views are for the likes of Curtis Jones, Elliot Bruce the next season, doesn't it? If he's real, got high hopes for them, especially maybe Jones and. And Nico Williams, maybe he's probably looking at them, thinking you've played a decent amount of minutes. I've been impressed. I'm going to promote you into the squad, which then means, you know, obviously we're losing Klein, but he's he's not played at all, has he? I suppose it depends on his plans for those type of players. I'm really excited to see Jones because I saw the clips in, in the game the other day, and he looked like mm. he was quite sharp. Minamino, obviously, I guess he kind of just replaces Lalana's position in the squad, or maybe Shakiri's and Jones comes in and plays the minutes that Lalana's. I don't know, but <coughs> I, I guess that will will impact massively, but. For me, I, I don't think I've just got an inkling that he'll sell both Wilson and Gruich. I, I don't. I just feel like he's got both of them have kind of been given every opportunity to uh, to, to prove a point. Now, if Bournemouth go up, they'd be, and, and sorry, if Bournemouth stay up and Wilson has a part to play in the next six seven weeks, surely they're going to try and buy him because, because they couldn't afford him. But you know, they're releasing is a Jordan Ibe. So obviously he'll go. They've got wages available. There's ways of stagnating it. I mean, I can see a lot of deals going through a bit like the, uh, without going too much into what Maddox said, which I thought was amazing, by the way, and it cleared it up loads. So I'd say to everyone, go and watch that clip because it really cleared it up for me. I think you sent it to me, Bross, actually, didn't you? Just yeah, yeah. Um, and, and what he said about the Maratta deal, about the loan, with the, I can actually see quite a lot of clubs doing that. So, you know, if Sancho goes to United, I can see him being on a loan for a season with a small loan fee and then a bang, £80 million they've got to pay next year. We yeah. might do that with Harry Wilson. Like you can loan him now, but you've got an obligation, Danny Ings yeah. style, to buy him next year when the fans are back, when the sponsorship's up. So I can see there being quite a variation of that going on, but it's so hard. It's so yeah. hard to know. It's, it's been interesting to see how Michael Edwards copes in this situation because we've we've lauded him as a god and being able to pull people's pants down, be able to do whatever he wants, but the tables have turned. Uh, anyway, let's move on quickly. Um, can Liverpool afford to let safety valve Van Alden leave on a free transfer? Something which has been a, a topic um, Sam, over the past couple of months is Gino Van Alden contract. Um, there was one notable absent from Liverpool, as you mentioned there. They did 11 versus 11 last week. Um, a precautionary measure, Genie was taken off with Jürgen Klopp's medical team, electing to take no risks with the club website described as a man and knock. This is it's quite big, actually, because they don't normally let players' contracts run down. But again, is it that shifting? Well, we'll never know, actually, I suppose, if, why one album's contract has been allowed to run down for so long and they haven't, they haven't offered him one. Because, like, I, I don't see any reason to kind of let him go. Maybe there was plans to bring people in in the summer, which... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Again, might have all been scuppered to say, well, actually, we'll give you a one-year contract extension to, to see you through this next season. Yeah. Well, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because... Like you said, there we may have planned to, I don't know, you know, sell him, make fifty million quid to a Barcelona, and then and then um, you know use that money to buy a twenty-three year old. Because I love Ginny, but when I look at the midfield, it, it, because of the ages, he's the only one you would sell because of his age. You wouldn't sell Anderson; he's the captain. But age-wise, I suppose he's the closest one. I, I think he, he stays. I, I'm just not sure whether he signs a new deal. He also could be one of those players who just likes to run his contract down. I mean, Emery Chan's done that twice now, hasn't he? Um, you know. We, some players just like to fulfil their contract and have options. I mean, he may well run it down and re-sign next year. Uh, it, it, it's interesting. I, I personally would be doing everything we can to keep him, but I think some he's 31 in the next season, I think they were saying. It's like, do Liverpool really want to give another player a three- or four-year deal that's in his 30s, you know, with £130,000 a week or whatever he's going to get paid because he, he, he qualifies for that? It's a tricky one, isn't it? Um, I think... And I think there's the pandemic. Maybe what they could do is do what, what Red Bull did with Werner, is extend his contract, but insert a get-out clause next summer so yeah. that we, we, we protect our asset. But like we did with Origi last year, he, he, you know, I don't, I don't see him playing for us forever, but he, we, we, we renewed his contract so that, and Wilson as well, so that um, obviously we retained his value. Yeah, you protect yourself in that sense, don't you? Um, moving on, football's going to be back soon. Chippy Tits has done a U-turn. So, uh, <laughs> Liverpool Mayor Johansson has no objection to Anfield games. Uh, Liverpool Mayor Johansson has changed his opposition uh, to Liverpool playing Premier League games at home and the derby taking place at Everton. Anderson feared fans congregating outside Anfield, despite there being actually no evidence at all that was going to happen, and Goodison Park amid the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, he said, we're in a better place than we were four weeks ago. We've been able to convey why it's important nobody congregates outside or near grounds but it, it, it's just it i feel sorry for him because it is, it is a difficult job that he's, that he's that he's got to try and warn people not to kind of do this but he said some remarks again with with no evidence that that, that was going to happen but it also feels slightly hypocritical in the sense of like oh the derby might be at gullison park and you want that to go ahead so therefore you're gonna have to say the rest of the games at anfield can go ahead yeah he he can't help himself, can he? His PR team must be like, no, what are you doing? He's like the Dejan Lovren of the council, isn't he? Honestly, <laughs> he, 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 he can't differentiate his job and the responsibilities he's got as the mayor of Liverpool to being a bitter blue. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just stinks all the time of, of bitterness. But he, he's been told, I think, stop being so one-sided because you're an Everton fan. Take stock on it and say this. He's, 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 it, he's, 
it's interesting because basically Everton have come out and said they want the games at Goodison Park. Yeah. Merseyside Police have said, you've got the green lights, go and do it. Jürgen Klopp has said, we all want it. The only person that was opposed to it was him. Yeah. And believe it or not, a lot of the Everton fans who we all probably know saying the same, oh, that game, game can't happen at Goodison. It's like, it's like, you know, I, I just think he just needs to think before he types or, or speaks in front of a camera. But I, yeah, the U term is rightly so. You know, why would, why, why would the fans gather? They've been told time and time again. I think there'll be just as many people uh, outside Anfield, outside Goodison, outside Old Trafford, outside Newcastle, you're going to get small groups. It's inevitable. But I yeah. don't see it being any difference outside Goodison, to be honest. And rightly so, he's changed his, his tone on it. Yeah. Um, well, that decision still hasn't been made yet. It's understood the relevant documents were not received until last Friday. And the members of Liverpool City Council say the advisory group need more time to read them. Um, I think a, a decision whether the Mayside Derby on 21st June should be played at Goodison Park or on each other venue will not be taken until Friday. So, you know, despite all that, Sam, like, we still don't know what's going on. But, uh, but again, I said this last week, it doesn't make a difference to me whether it's there or not. Like, as, as, a, as a fan... We can only watch it at home anyway, so... Yeah. It, it Was it supposed to be today? They were supposed to give an answer, but that's happened. I didn't know that. Yeah. So all that stuff's happened. Oh, right, bloody hell. Typical. Ch- yeah. Chippy has probably withheld those documents, Annie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it, just the only thing for me is I want everything to go as smoothly as possible because yeah. I don't want any more question on the on the title uh, yeah. from a selfish point of view. I just think every every game needs to be played the ground is supposed to be. Otherwise, they'll say, oh, yeah, you won the league, but you beat Everton at Wembley. So I just, just, I'd just rather not have any of that at all. Take it away from them and just beat them at their own ground, six nil, training ground style. Five subs on fifty minutes, job done. Okay, sounds, you, you sat down and worked that out. Sam, I quite like yeah. that. Uh, final news story before we get into some of your comments. Um, I just thought it was a really nice touch. Cafu's uh, been talking about Trent Alexander-Arnold. He's a rare talent. He said, I love watching him play. He said he's a sensational player and a rare talent. If he keeps playing the way he's been, he'll be regarded as one of the best players in the world. He's technically brilliant and he has so much quality. He has a Brazilian style of play. I love watching him play and playing in such a great team will help him grow. It's just like, you know, we're of slightly older age than probably most of our viewers, Sam. Um, but like, that's the ultimate compliment. Like, you know, Cafu was like the got it right back when we when we were kind of growing up and watching football. You know, I don't know, say 10, 15 years ago, you go back to Istanbul and that side of just like, just full of absolute legends. From Trent's angle, like, that's, that, it doesn't get any higher praise than that, does it? Yeah, I agree. The Brazilians were just, that was it for us, wasn't it? It was just like when Brazil, when Brazil were on, you watched no matter what time of the day it was when we were younger and they were the best about. So, and they've carried that forward into retirement, really, haven't they? So, um, I mean, I mean, when, when, he, when he praised Flanagan, that was class, but we all knew that was a bit of banter and that was just a moment. But we, you know when he speaks about Trent that he's genuinely talking about a generational talent. Um, personally, I think Trent's out there on his own in terms of the type of right-back he has never seen anything like it before. And I hope he continues, but I'm sure there'll be a massive cue to make compliments about Trent over the years and, I'm sure Cafu will be at Anfield like he was for that fame. What game was that actually when he was there for Flano? I can't remember what it was. It was a big game though, wasn't it? He came to watch, didn't he, Cafu? Yeah. Come Maybe on. get him. So you can use my season ticket if you want. If you're watching Cafu, mate, you can sit in my season. <laughs> Just give me a few weeks' notice so I can get another one. <laughs> <laughs> Might need a few months' notice at this rate. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into some of your comments on Dejan Lovren. Stuart Wisby says a great deal for both clubs. He's about fifth choice at Liverpool Football Club and salary, losing his best. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. Stephen Somerville sorry, says, if Lovren goes, I do feel we need a replacement because apart from Matip and Gomez, there's only youth in there. I would go for a fourth choice from another club, uh, really, for a few years. Interesting point, that, isn't it, Sam? Because, you know, we... I think they've got a lot better, but 
and Matic certainly has. I think he's been unlucky in certain cases. So is Joe Gomez, actually. I think that with that tackle against Burnley, I think Matic was, was something similar. Uh, going for a last-minute challenge, he did his shoulder. Like, their injury record isn't great. It is a concern of, like, you know, chucking a youth player. And when you're going for, you know, what, four or five trophies in the season, I think you need someone who's is experienced but probably doesn't have the baggage that Dayson Lovins got. I think... It, 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 you need to see who he's playing with as well. I mean, if Virgil managed to stay fit for the season and, you know, those do get injured along the way, you'd probably back him to be able to coach someone like Phillips or Hoover. Probably more likely Phillips, wouldn't they? Through, through a couple of games and did learn from that experience. You know, you've got you've got, you've got to uh, remember as well, Nat Phillips has played in Bundesliga 2 at the top of that division. Yeah. I so I was lucky to see him when I was on a stag do over in Hamburg. And, mate, there's no messing around in that league. It's full stadiums, 50,000 people, and it's, it's intense. So, you know, he's experienced a lot over there. Me, I'd rather maybe if we we're going to buy a left centre, left back slash centre back. You know, one of those Clavan type players, maybe a bit more of a left back because we need cover for Robbo. But if you if you had to ask me in this in this times, if we we're going to get say eight million for Lovren, I'd rather invest that further up the pitch. To be honest, and give give one of the young lads a go. But that's just that's just me. Everyone's obviously got their own angle on it. Yeah, we need back up for the front three, don't we, Sam? Um, um, who do you miss again? Uh, forgot me, sorry. Just remind me again. No, it's all right, don't worry. The moment we've got. Uh, I'm playing so Johnny Walker. This is a Rigi. Hardly gets any game time, but still scores important goals. Perfect super sub and a plan B. Uh, Ollie Wally says, for everyone who leaves, someone else needs to come in. And Shoe he says, we'll get £100 million for those players. Sancho, question mark. Habits, question mark. And again, I said before, I don't think you do get £100 million for all those players before, like because things things have just changed completely. Um, and a couple more on Genie. Unlisted message, Genie is vital. Um, Genie needs to stay. Tim Lamb says, most versatile midfielder in the Premier League. And finally, Rob D says, keep him, keep him, keep him. Uh, he can be an out James Miller for the next the next James Miller for the next couple of years and support the squad. And again, Sam, it probably comes down to what, what Genie wants. If he's kind of seen his, I don't know, being phased out or, you know, if Navigator comes back and Curtis Jones comes into the fold and not saying Chamberlain, Jordan Henderson, you know, we're, we're well stacked in midfield, aren't we? We've got youth coming through. You might think... You know, I, I don't fancy it. And I think there's a lot to be made of his Barcelona game where he didn't start. I think he kind of said he was angry, but he also looked dead happy when he said it. Of maybe, you know, he wants to play in those big games and he can, go and he can go and do that anywhere in the world for me. Yeah, he's a big game player, isn't he? Every big game, especially at Anfield, you just know Genie's going to turn up and he's a shoe in in that team. He's in our best 11. Uh, yeah. I know we were talking about his age and that a little bit earlier and, you know, value and all that. But in terms of as a, as a quality player, you want him in that side next year. There's no way he leaves this summer. I just hope he wants to stay, you know, a bit longer and, and, and re-sign some sort of extension, even if it just retains his value. But yeah, I, I wouldn't be letting go of him anytime soon. No, don't think it might be the only, the only sign that we make this summer anyway. Yes. Um, anyway, but leave it there. Um, don't forget, if you want that Bay 52 deal, that's uh, 5 95 for postage for eight beers, a magazine and a snack. Go to www.bay52.com forward slash redmen. Uh, and we'll be back on Wednesday with some more news. We'll see you then. Ta-ra.